All right. Okay, here we are. Welcome back to Pathways um, with your host, me, Todd Allen Baker. And we're filming once again from the kitchen because of the Christmas COVID. But I tested negative today, so we are officially out of isolation. Yay. Yay. Um, I have a couple more scheduled here before I get back in. But um, today's guest, I am so happy to have him on. I um, He is one of the most amazing, talented dancers that I've ever worked with in my Aww. career. Uh, it's true. It's true. Um, he was a dancer that pushed me, and I love that he pushed me. He was such a brilliant performer, and anyone that's ever worked with him knows he's a joy to work with, so extremely talented on many levels. Um, now he's wearing many hats um, and doing yes. a lot of different things. So I would like to bring on my guest today, um, my special friend. I did Damn Yankees, the national tour with him. Um, 1997. Oh, yeah, 1997, <laughs> 1998. So yeah. this is my friend Dion Ridley. Welcome, Dion. Hey, Todd. Hey, everybody that's out there watching, man. It's it's such an honor to be here and and um yeah, share this moment with you, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you're welcome. You. Um, yeah. so yeah, you're like my first real male dancer, what I would call my male dancer. So uh -huh. um we kind of just start this off general, like. What was your first beginnings? How did you kind of get into this business? Wow. Wow. That, uh, I, I figured we would start it like this. Um, uh, I started um, when I was about, well, let, if we're going to take it like way, way back, um, how I, as far as like how I got into um, the performing arts in general, I started in a, a children's theater program, nonprofit organization here mm -hmm. um, in Norfolk, Virginia, which is where I am right now at the moment. Um, and it, it was called Cinder Stage, and um, and a friend brought me on um, to his dance classes, and I um, was in, um, immediately out enrolled into the tap classes. And I liked tap dance so much, and I just uh, continued to go back to the classes, and um, and from there, I just like went from there to a high school performing arts um, uh, a program called uh, the Performing Arts Repertory, and then went to Governor's School for the Arts. And uh, it was like once I was in um, my senior year of high school with the Governor's School for the Arts, I would go to auditions locally um, out here in Hampton Roads. And I went to audition for Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, um, you know, Spirit Cruises, which is a harbor cruise here in Norfolk, Virginia, ended, and ended up booking all of those um, jobs. And so I was performing at a young age, um, about 16 years old. And uh, while I was working, uh, at Bush Gardens performing in a show, which I actually originated here in um, uh, Williamsburg. A bunch of us from the cast, we took a trip to New York City. This was this was in 97. Mm -hmm. I was 17. You were 17 on tour. Yeah, I was 17, man. That's you crazy. You turned 18 on tour, I remember. Yeah, it's so, and it's just like, even to this day when I think about it, it just still kind of blows my mind. Um, but yeah, a bunch of us, because, you know, like during that, when you're doing a contract at a theme park, you of course have your days off. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, a lot, a lot of the cast members would get together. We would drive up to New York city right. and um, go see shows or, um, I really, I really wasn't in the mindset of auditioning at that time because I was so young. Mm -hmm. Um, so I took a couple trips with, uh, cast members just to go see shows and I would always go to New York to see cats because I was obsessed with cats. Oh yeah, you and I saw <laughs> cats together. We were obsessed. Oh, totally obsessed with that show. We both so were. And we, you did it in Germany and I was supposed to do it in Germany, but had to turn it down. But we could have worked together again. We That's right. How, together again. How, amazing, how amazing would it have been if we I had both been amazing. Oh my gosh. But yeah, man, so like, um, uh, we took this one trip um, together and, um, and I remember uh, my cast members, um, you know, uh, them all going to auditions and then um, this one cast member, Aisha, what's her name, um, saw in the Backstage magazine back then, because, you know, back then you had to, yeah, you know, backstage. You have all this stuff. If we have people don't this. know, there used to be, now it's all online, but yeah. actors had to look, um, there was a paper that came out and it was called oh, Backstage right. and that had yeah. all your auditions and there was like a New York edition, there was like yeah. a LA edition and a Chicago edition. And you yeah, have to like that's how it was a newspaper for right. performers called Backstage, and that's where backstage. it looked at all the ads. 
That's right. New York City, rain, sleet, or snow. You go to that. You go to that newspaper stand. Get your backstage magazine. Highlight whatever um, auditions mm-hmm. are going on at that time. And uh, that's exactly what um, um, we were doing when we would go to New York City. But one of my cast members, like I said, um, Aisha, she found this audition for Damn Yankees. She highlighted it. But I told myself, I, I said to myself, I was like, you know what? I'm, I am, you know, I'm coming to New York City just to go see shows. But something told me to like, just take something just in case, just in case, because you never know. You know what I'm saying? So before we left Virginia to go to um, New York, I remember going to the mall and taking, because I didn't have a professional headshot at that time. I went to the mall and took like this, like it was a five by, I think it was like a, what do you call it? Well, it was about this, this. Like an side. eight by 10 or it was like an eight by 10, by yeah, five yeah. by seven. Yeah. 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 Just a regular photo. Uh, <laughs> what the, you know, you go to the mall, take those like backdrop photos and stuff. Yeah. Got a nice shirt. I was making a, a little, little glamour shot action. A little, a little glamour shot. <laughs> I had the fresh cut. Um, but I took that photo, got that photo printed out, and I didn't have a didn't didn't know. Oh, what happened? You're still there. Credit um for the show called Five Guys Named Mo, which I did. At a regional um, dinner theater here. Sorry, we had a technical difficulty there. My Wi Fi is crazy, but that's all right. We're good. I got you. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just to go back, but um, I did have one professional um, regional dinner theater credit, and it was this for, uh, for this musical called Five Guys Named Mo here at Regent University Dominion Theater. So, I had like a couple, a few credits that I could, you know, put on the back of my photo, and, uh, and then I included some of my high school productions that I had did, you know, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, Once on the Silent, all, you know, just to make it look like it, there was some- Kind of fluff um, the resume a little bit. Exactly, exactly. So that's what I carried with me. And uh, I remember getting to New York City and I remember everyone, uh, we checked into the hotel and everyone went out to go see the shows. We went out to dinner and did our thing, blah, blah, blah. Um, a few of them had some auditions lined up already. And I remember Aisha coming to me that night and going, looking at the, uh, backstage magazine she's going oh my god there's this audition for damn yankees and i'm like and they're like highlighting they're like and i was just like you should go to that one dion and i'm like nah i'm not gonna go like you know i'm just like whatever like i wasn't it, it wasn't that i was afraid i just wasn't like i don't know i just i don't know what i was thinking but anyway, they kept saying it's it's a non-union show, blah blah blah. And I was just like, okay, whatever. So I was like, I just want to go see cats. I just want to <laughs> so I remember going to see cats and then seeing myself waking up that morning and seeing everybody getting ready to go to their auditions. And um I was just like, yeah, I really think you should go. And I was like, okay, forget it. I'm I'm just gonna go. Forget about it. So I got the courage to, you know, get my stuff together and got my little headshot. And I remember, I can't remember, I don't know, if, where did you audition for? Did you audition in I auditioned in Orlando. You are all, oh, okay. Okay. So I remember getting, I, I forget the studios where they were having, holding the auditions. And I remember like uh, getting there and, and seeing all these people lined up and blah, blah, blah at the open call. And um, basically, Linda Goodrich, the choreographer, and um, uh, uh, Trisha Gentry, who was yeah. Trisha Gentry at that time, um, it was Network's first, I think it was Network's first uh, non-equity tour, I was, was at the audition. So I, you know, I signed up, signed in, got changed, and blah, 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 whatever. And I'm by myself, like, you know, 17 years old. So mind you being 17 in New York City, like, I'm a minor, technically, you know? Um, but I, I was a baby. I was you a baby. were a baby. Even though I was a baby, like, I, you know, I feel like when I was like 16, 17, I was always more mature for my age. So people- right, you were. You were, also, definitely. Yeah. So like back then, people thought I was older than I actually was. But now people think I'm like younger than I am now. It's so weird. But um, I, um, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to make a long story short. Um. I auditioned for Damn Yankees that day and killed the audition. And I remember um, Trisha Gentry and Linda Goodrich looking at my 
uh, while we were dancing, looking at everyone's headshots and stuff. And I remember like Linda, you remember how like kind of shy and bashful uh, Linda, her demeanor is. Mm -hmm. But she just kept like laughing with Trish, uh, Trisha and they were looking at me and I'm just like, what are they laughing at? Why do they keep looking at me laughing like that? And so um, when we did all of the callbacks, you know, they had us do the, the combinations and groups. Then we finished. And then I remember Trisha being um, like, uh, Dion, can, um, can I talk to you for a moment? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And she's like, come on, let's just go outside for a second. So she brings me out to the hallway and then Linda comes in after her and uh, they both like got me in the hall and they're just like, um, we, you know, you, your audition was amazing. We really liked you. And, and, um, and they asked me, they was just like, we want to, how, how old are you? And I was like 17. They're like 17. And they figured I was pretty young because they looked at my resume, seeing that, that I had put all of those high school production um, uh, credits up there. And they're like, wow, like, um, okay, you're 17. And are you, are you from New York or you're not, it doesn't like, I'm like, no, I can't up here with some customers from you know bush gardens and uh and i just auditioned for the show and they convinced me to do it. and they're just like well we really like you a lot and we want to offer you uh, um you know offer you uh, a job in the show and i'm like what <laughs> you know and she was like i mean so basically like, you got hired on the spot i got hired on the spot um and then they had now to get that permission. just doesn't happen all the time it really doesn't happen all the time. I really think that like, you know, I really uh, just, you know, it, I, I was at the right place at the right time. And, um, and I mean, I that's just, the only I mean, other time that's happened to me. I didn't, I got the job, but then had to turn it down later when we were on tour with Damn Yankees. The only yeah. thing that's happened to me, Deb Smith, you remember Deb Smith? Of yeah, course, Deb, of yeah, course. She said that happened to her once. It's a rarity. It was when I was auditioning for, Starlight Express, which was Stella Entertainment um, from yeah. the company, they mm -hmm. their audition twice, and um, they followed me out to my car the second time and wow. said, "We want you for Cats, so we're wow. auditioning for Cats in a month. Come back because we will hire you because we have people that's contracts are coming up. We're not going to hire you now, but we yeah. will see you again for Cats." Yeah, so yeah. They followed me out to my car. I remember specifically putting my dance bag into the trunk and mm -hmm. they were like, come back, please, an audition for Cats. So it's a rarity when they yeah. do. It is. It definitely is. And it, I just, you know, especially when it, like, back in the days when times were different too, for, you know, things to happen like that, it's just, it, it really says a lot about your talent and, uh, and, 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 it's just like when that happens to you, it's just it, it's it feels good, you know, like, um, but yeah, that happened, man. And uh, and, and, and I think that's an important thing. And I, I think that's an important thing for any performer, especially young performers, not wanting to do that. Like, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm going to let you tell the rest of your story because yeah. I know pretty much your resume. But if you <clears throat> know Dion's resume and he's going to tell you this is a perfect example of going to an audition on a whim, didn't mm -hmm. want to go, got hired instantly. And mm -hmm. then what came for you afterwards was right. the opportunities that you had. I mean, it's A, because of you, A, because of your talent, yeah. B, because of your talent. But oh, you. what one magical moment can yeah. soar for your crew, even when you have that doubt, what happens yeah. next after that first tour yeah. is just amazing. Yeah, yeah, a lot of great things happen after that. I also believe too, you know, um, you can like for me every audition I've I've ever um, attended, um, I just felt like I had some interest in doing that project. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So there, there was a big part of my uh my my soul telling me that like i really wanted to do this and i know that i'm right for it you, mm -hmm. you understand and um and i've always been that's that's how i've always gone about um um my career and in, in, in uh deciding which shows i want to be a part of i've been blessed to like audition for <laughs> audition for and getting booked in most of the shows that i auditioned for but i really truly feel like i went to those auditions because i really wanted to do those shows and I saw myself in those shows. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm 
So, I mean, and then later on down the line, you know, things change, your body change, you change, and um, and uh, you start like really. But I, I but I was very uh, picky about the shows that I auditioned for because I just knew I was right for those shows, and I knew something inside me told me that like I was destined to be in those shows. You stood on your line. You knew where you wanted to go. You knew yeah was suited for you. You knew what yeah. you were castable for. So you didn't go for anything unattainable right. that you got let down for exactly 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 so then um uh you know i ended up getting cast in, in damn yankees went on tour um did one leg of the tour and i think we did like two legs of mm -hmm. uh, damn yankees um and then from there went back um to virginia and worked at bush garden some more and it was just like the same thing. Go back to New York City, um, do some audit, did an audition for, I think I auditioned for Cats in New York, and then ended up booking Cats, <laughs> and then flew to Germany and did Cats for like uh, two and a half years. Um, and also, I got, I, I auditioned for Starlight Express as well, and I actually got offered a contract with Starlight Express. Um, just thank God we never got it, because we would be broke down. Because our body broke Broke down. Body would have been like way like a long time ago. Toughest Period. audition I've ever done. I remember really? standing there both times, and they're like, "Okay, uh, go ahead and throw two back handsprings to a top to a layout to a punch." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, Why do I need to do that on skates? How am I going to do that on skates? <laughs> I mean, like, tore up. And I was yeah. like, and then when I saw the show, and now that I've had friends that have done the show, it's a it's a great show. It is what it is. It's being oh, revived. But oh. everybody that's done that show is like broken something. Broke down, man. Broke and it was down. Like, for me, it was, it was actually like a dream show of mine too. Actually, yes, to same. And I and they offered me Rocky Three. It was Rocky Three, and then I got another offer. It was like Rocky Three. Rocky, uh, Rocky three, Rocky two, and then it was like Rocky three, Rocky two, and then I got another offer, Rocky three, Rocky two, electric cover. So it was like three offers that I got, but the uh, the other two offers that I got from that show was after I left uh, Germany because at that time it was like I had been in Germany for so long, like two and a half years doing cats. You know, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go audition for um, Starlight Express, and then I took a vacation and I flew to New York City. Um, an audition for fame, went back to Germany, um, finished, you know, coming from my vacation, they considered Urlaub, and then got a message from Starlight Express and uh, fame um, offers to do both shows. So I took fame, and that's what got me my equity card, yeah. you know, after leaving Cat. So you must so, yeah, have fame right after Deb Smith did it, Deborah Vega. I mean, she must have left, and then you got on tour, like you chased each other. Yeah, we did chase, chase each other. And so you guys other. did Christmas um, Carol together. I think you guys chased each other. Yeah, that was my first New York credit, actually, was a Christmas Carol with her. And uh, yeah, and it, it's just like, I feel like everything just happened like so fast. And because everyone's just like, you were so young and you did like all this and you did all that. And it's just like, yeah, but you know, it was just like everything, like it just happened so fast, man. And, and I remember like going on tour with uh, Fame and, and doing Fame and then moving to New York for the first time. And um, and then I went back out with Fame Tour and then came back. And then that's when I auditioned for A Christmas Carol, you know, Frank Langella and and then uh, ended up doing that, got my first New York credit. And it was like, once I did that, I was still auditioning. And then I finally got like, you know, my uh, The Lion King. And, <laughs> and then while I was auditioning for The Lion King, I was auditioning for the Michael Jackson special. So, I ended up booking the Michael Jackson show and it was like all this stuff just like happened all at one time crammed in. And it's just, it was, when I think about it to this day, it's just like, wow, good gracious. And that's like, kind of in a course really for you all yeah. six years. Yeah. Is that, yes, really, really. Cause that's I think a I, six year time span of a lot of stuff. Of a lot, man. I, it's, Whew. It's like, I, I think about it now. I'm 44 now, but like when I think back, it's just like, oh my gosh. And everyone's like, people ask me to this, like, how did you do that? And I was like, well, you really did? I'm like, well, yeah, I did. Like, you know, well, there were you had, you got hired young and it was, that was, I, I guess, damn Yankees was your big break. I mean, you got hired on the spot. They saw the talent and you just cultivated it from there. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I just feel like I was just so blessed to be a part of some really like amazing productions. You know what I mean? I had like, just going from damn Yankees, I had the time of my life. Like I love doing that show. And you know? I think what makes you so special too is you have the talent, but you don't have the arrogance and you, you're like a sponge. Like, even though you were good, you continued to learn and yeah. you weren't just stuck like, oh, I got this gig when I'm 17 and I'm amazing. Like, you know, you, you learned, I mean, just like us backstage, giving each other combos and, you know, yeah. challenging each other. Oh my God. I tell people this all the time. Like, you know, because I didn't spend a lot of time in ballet classes and so forth. Like, I, you know, I went to performing arts school, but I really didn't have a lot of, like, studio ballet training like like mm -hmm. most kids do coming up, you know, really young. And I learned everything that I knew from the professionals that I was working with. No lie. Just like you said, like, being backstage with you, Tumbling, and and doing forte turns with whomever was in the show. Like, just just those moments that I had with the professionals around me. I took in all of that and that's what helped me to grow really. Wow. And the first but time I read your colleagues. Yeah. Yes. And honestly, like, I feel like technically I grew as a um, technician dancer wise um, was when I did cats. It was cats because my dream role was to do Mistopheles. I got casted as tumble Brutus, right? And I my dream role was tumble Brutus and they cast me as Mistopheles. Well, see, that's crazy. It's that's crazy. Because crazy. because we know we know that the the, the role required, um, you know, classical training, right? You know, and I didn't have I imitated I I could fake the phone. You know what I mean? And that's a that's a whole nother uh, uh, topic. But um, I just imitated what I saw around me. And I was like, and I told myself, I was like, I remember going on going to New York City and watching cast and watching Chris Catelli as Mistopheles mm -hmm. and Jacob Brandt, you know, I would go and see them like perform and just going, oh my gosh, like one day I want to, I want to be in that costume. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. Like I just knew, I just could feel it. And I will never forget Todd, I'll never forget. And the way that it happened was, you know, I, I ended up covering Mistopheles. Um, and so they needed, um, you know, they needed a cover for it. I auditioned with this guy named Fabian. They asked me to um, be the cover for it. And so I went to rehearsals and I, I, it gives me goosebumps to think about this day. I'll never forget the day I was backstage and I was like putting on that costume and I was going, oh my God, like, I can't, I can't believe I got this damn costume on. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it made me want to cry when I think about it, but that feeling of like, the power when they say the power of manifestation it's a real thing it's a real thing and i just saw myself i remember i would be in my room and i would be listening to cats and i would just be like pretending that like i was in the show just be standing standing how they stand on stage and just like putting myself i feel there. you i feel you i knew i was, I was in the show already <laughs> i was there so you did yeah. a lot and then you transitioned and then you kind of went on the vegas circuit i know from there um, I did, but if we back it up a little bit, like um, we talked about a Christmas Carol, and that was amazing. You know, like we're with you know, Nick Jonas was in the show. He was our Tiny Tim. That was my first Broadway credit, and then doing the Lion King, which I never thought I would ever do because I. That was another situation where I was just like, I'm never gonna, I'm not going to that audition because they got, I'm not big enough. They're not gonna cast me. You know what I mean? Right. I ended up getting that. But then I went to another audition and it was for Michael Jackson 30th anniversary celebration at Madison Square Garden. And that was another situation. I was just like, kind of like procrastinating on going and had and finally told myself, go. And what happened? Ended up getting casted in it. And we were uh, the main dancers for, it was like 35 uh, celebrity artists, Whitney Houston, Usher, Destiny's Child, Missy Elliott, um, you name it. Like it was a line of celebrities and it was like, a, the show was like, and Michael Jackson, come on, Hi. like, hello. So for me, like that was like crossing over into the commercial world of mm -hmm. dance um, outside of musical theater. And then finishing my contract with Lion, The Lion King and, um, you know, when you do shows on Broadway, you, you develop relationships and friendships and stuff like this, and your connections become important, you know? Networking, yeah. Um, 
you know, and then so so Frank Langella and I became really good friends, and it was through him of uh, getting some information about a possible audition um, for a show, a Cirque um, affiliated show with Celine Dion. It was just in the talks, you know. So um, we, I ended up finding about um, the project between, um, well, the discussion between Franco Dragon, Rest of Souls, and uh, Celine Dion and her husband at the time. And, uh, and, I was, and Frank was like, wow, like, you know, if this happens, then like, you know, you, you definitely should go be seen for it. Year later passes, I go to Montreal to audition for the show and, uh, and got casted into the Celine Dion show, which became a huge, 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 huge. Um, her first show, the first one in Vegas. Our first one in Las Vegas. And it was called A New Day. And um, what a terrific and, show. Man. I can't, I, you know, I, we, we ran for five years in Las Vegas. I was pretty, pretty well featured in the show. Were you dance um, captain for that? I was dance captain for the show. Yes. Um, and man, and I, I, I it's like, I, I can go on and on and on and on about, about that experience and that show, but it was definitely groundbreaking. Um, it, it's still it was like very groundbreaking. I mean, it was huge. Yeah. And it's still the top top gross selling show in las vegas history ever so man uh and spending five years with celine dion and that whole experience was just like life-changing man and I, I just feel like i really grew up in las vegas because when we opened the show i was 23 years old 23 we spent four months in um belgium workshopping mm -hmm. Just coming up with ideas, Mia Michaels, um, Emmy Award winning choreographer. Mia Michaels was a choreographer. And we would just like workshop, like do, we would get up in the morning, nine o'clock in the morning, ballet class, then we go to gymnastics and then we had, you know, aerial work. And then, man, it was, and percussion work. We did everything, everything that you can think of uh, Cirque-wise training we did. And then at the end of the day, we was with Franco Dragon and um, just coming up with like, different material, different like montages of uh, movement. And we, by the end of it, by the end of the four months, we had, no, actually we spent five months in Belgium and then it was four months uh, putting the show together once we got to Las Vegas. So we literally like built this uh, show from scratch and, um, and it turned out to be just so like, it was, you saw it. <laughs> I mean, you I own it. it. I mean, I've watched it. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, it, it it was it was quite an experience. Because I knew you and I knew Greg Sample. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I knew someone else in there, and I can't remember. It was quite a. It was a. It was, it was a, a huge cast. It was a huge cast. Um, it was a cast of like dancers from all over the world, from different um, uh, uh dance companies like Hubbard Street, Ailey, um, you name it. Like and and companies I had never even heard of before but I'm telling you man when I tell you I learned so much from those dancers um and I really felt felt like my technique really really grew was when I was doing Celine Dion show because every morning having those ballet classes two hour uh, ballet classes nine o'clock in the morning every day for five months was just like that really helped me to grow and like I was learning so people were just like how did you do all this stuff and uh, I'm just like I did it off my natural talent, you know, and just, just, you know, all of my accomplishments came from what I, you know, from what I learned when I was a kid, but I had a lot of natural talent too, you know. Oh, absolutely. But, um, yeah, but as far as like, you know, working through those feats and working my turnout and all that stuff, like I got that stuff from from my dances in Celine Dion, Celine Dion show. That really, that, that, that moment really helped me grow as a, um, as a, it's, an, it's a very life-changing moment all around. It does. Yeah. Probably like growth-wise, you're in your formative years and your yeah. body can still adapt and learn. So, I mean, yeah. all around as a human, I think that probably changed your whole experience in, oh in, my this, God. in this industry. Oh, man. When I tell you, like, I learned, first of all, we were in Las Vegas, <laughs> you know, and um, that in itself says a lot because las vegas is i just feel like when you're like 
you know, a part of a show that big and you're that young in Las Vegas, it, it can be uh, kind of challenging because there's a lot of temptation out there and, and it's just like, it's Las Vegas, you know? Um, so you gotta really have your head on your shoulders. So, you know, I really went through uh, everything that you can possibly imagine outside of my show and um, uh, within my show as well. And thank God I had that show right. um, uh, uh, on my side but um, I survived a lot in Las Vegas, but I just really felt like that city like made me grow up mm -hmm. really you know, in my 20s. And I, I learned a lot about myself. I came through a lot and um, I'm just, I'm, man, I'm, I'm grateful for that experience. Good Lord. <laughs> Whether it was good or bad. I mean, you were- Whether it was good or bad, yeah. And you know, with like, you know, with like Celine Dion told me with great talent comes great responsibility. You know, I spent a lot of, a lot of time with her and um, she was, that woman was just amazing, man. Like I, I remember my father died when I was, um, in the first year of running in the show and, and she was there, she supported me through that whole um, time and, you know, other things happen, a lot of uphill, downhill, like situations happen. And, um, she and her, um, Celine Dion and her husband were just like truly, truly, truly supportive. And I love that about the business. It's like when you get into that, when you get to that level, you start having those type of relationships with you know, big names and so mm -hmm. forth. Uh, you just realize these are, um, you know, they're people too, you know. But um, yeah, went through the went through the storm, came out of it, survived, and then it was just like, kept going, man. And it was just like, I ended up, you know, sometimes I just feel like no matter, for me, it's like, no matter like how much I had accomplished in my career, I was, I still like was adamant about like maintaining a level, you know, um, of, uh, um just being humble you know because like you just never know like with this business you one minute you'll be here then next minute well you'll be here you know so you have to stay humble you have to be smart financially you have to like just know that like um we're human and and in this industry like <laughs> you you know like i said you'll be here one moment and here the next and within those, in between those moments, you have to. And you don't to... know when the industry is going to change, and then yeah. going to fit into that new industry standard. Exactly, you know. And for the first time at the Celine Dion show, um, I started experiencing not working for a certain amount of time, and um, so I remember when that show closed. I remember the last day of the show. I was just like, I was like, oh my gosh five years of doing this show and it re it really is closing now. And that's a real big reality, like check, you know, cause you go, what am I going to do next? You know? So I remember I had just a little bit of money saved up, but that money just like went so fast. And it was like, I think I was unemployed for like five months or something. So I was like, I can't be in Las Vegas just sitting around because first of all, it's dangerous, <laughs> right. you know? So I remember just telling myself, let me just get my butt up and just like, find out what auditions are going on so i you know i started auditioning in the city and i um lion king came in town and they did the first production of the lion king in las vegas and i ended up getting cast in the lion king um then after the lion king um i ended up doing a show at the rio it was like a it was a it was open to the public show and mm -hmm. we got paid very well a week but it was like free to the public and then after that was unemployed again <laughs> and then like and I was like fuck this I was like I need to do something and I went and um uh Universal Studios Japan came in town and a friend of mine this guy named Tavares who you know big uh commercial dancer with Janet Jackson he danced with a lot of people he was running the auditions they ended up offering me a job and he's just like yeah you know after everything you know I had done at that point he's just like it's theme park but it's Japan and I was just like okay uh, you know what I've never been to Japan. I really want to get away from here and get out of here. You know what? Sign me up. <laughs> you know, and I, I was like, I, I think I, I was like, had friends work there as well, and they love the gigs in Japan. Love, man. I loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it so much. I think I was like 33 years old at the time. So imagine being like 33. You know, at that time, like at that point, your body is just different, and you're going back to doing theme park like eight shows a day. Right? It's a beast. It's a beast. It's a beast. 
Dude, I was like, I think I was like this skinny. Like, and you know, in Japan, it's hot, humid, you know, and in those theaters, you were running up the stairs, you running up uh, five flights of stairs just to get to your dressing room and coming down to the stage, like doing that eight times a week, like eight times a day, and then doing other shows in the park. Like, but that experience, man, I would not take back for the world because the people that I met, the friends that I met, which is what I love about this industry, you just meet the best people, man. You become like family. And, uh, and at 33 years old, like, you know, that was, that was, that was another experience that like God just brought into my life and blessed me with. And, and I'm so grateful for it, you know, and I was able to save a ton load of money. Like everyone that, saves money in Japan, man. I saved so much. Money. I think I saved like 20 grand and that, then I moved back to New York city Yeah, everyone saved, because you can't break contract because basically you sign <laughs> And Sean said, and other people, you sign a contract that says, yeah. like, you you owe us $10,000 if you quit. Yup. Yup. That's right. That's right. Because but, the um, visas and everything it takes to get you over there and settled, they're like, mm -hmm. here's your contract. If you break it, you owe us. You owe us. That's right. <laughs> that is right. And, and I think I was able to save so much because... We got paid in um and uh what was it the yen, so we got so it's Japanese yen right, is their currency? Is Chinese yen? What is it? I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, anyway, anyway, the Japanese um currency. We got paid Japanese currency for like our living expenses over there, and that's all I lived off of was was that. And then we got paid our American dollars mm -hmm. in our bank account at home. So the money that I had at home, I saved. And so when that contract was over, I did that for a year and then I moved back to New York City and that's what got me back to New York. And um, and I was in New York and I ended up being there for nine. I didn't I couldn't believe I was there for nine years, ended up being there for nine years, but just like on the hustle, just auditioning, auditioning, auditioning and booking like crazy. Ultimately, I wanted to like my goal was to get back on Broadway, man. I, when I tell you, I came close, like extremely close to like being in the original cast of Hamilton, like the the opportunities that like I've come close to like having and did and did have was just like mind blowing because literally it was between me and another guy for Hamilton. But but also but that was my goal. I was like, I'm in New York City. I'm I want to get back to New York to be on Broadway and be settled and be there. But it it turned out that like I was there and I was just auditioning for this and that and but booking booking all this stuff, television gigs, HBO gigs, like you name it. Like I was doing it, you know. Netflix, Netflix came on to the scene and I, you know, I did a Netflix show, The Get Down, and mm -hmm. I was booking. But it just I just didn't get that one Broadway show, and it was just like, you know, when you, as you get older, you start going through the motions of doing that again. It's just like getting this closer and it's just like, it's just so draining, you know, but, um, and I you think know. you have to, uh, you have to realize too, it's not about the age or your, your age. It's the boys, boys, when we yeah. were doing it, the boy level was in the industry was low. We got higher. Yeah. And now there are uh, there's so many musical theater theater programs in college that are coming up that are producing these boys, these yeah. men that when you got back from being what you were and being in Vegas yeah. and you had that land gig and you go like within that six or seven year period, then, you know, the competition was tougher, not because of the technique or your talent. There was just more mm -hmm. in the pool. More of them. Yeah, exactly. And now everybody's tumbling. Everybody. And back then it was just like, it was rare to find somebody who. Oh yeah. Could, you and I would get hired lit. on anything. I mean, the, I would. Do like something. anything. Yeah. They would see two tumbling passes out of me and they're like hired. But now everybody, no. the tricks that I had don't even compare to what these kids have. Oh, Man, I say this all the time. Like, I remember going, being in an audition for um, uh, um, Miss Saigon, Broadway. And I, you know, I did my tumbling fast and, and I was still like good, like doing flat, flat, flat. You know, I tumble really fast. I used to tumble really fast. And then I remember this guy coming in, this guy named uh, Brett, coming in and doing like, <laughs> like, I, man, he did some stuff. I was just like, what? What? 
And that's how they're coming now. These kids are out here, like they're tumbling down. Yeah. I'm just like, hey, hey, <laughs> go ahead. You do it. You do it. What you I know? did when I was there, good. What these kids do now, and I was it's there, crazy. Dude, it's crazy. It's mind blowing. But you know what? I, at this point, you know, 44 years old, I, I'm so grateful to still be able to do one or two backflips. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just did a production. I don't, uh, as you know, I just did a production of Guys and Dolls at the Kennedy Center. And oh, yeah, yeah. You look great. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. It was a great experience. But um, again, like, you know, uh, in the rehearsal process, uh, Dennis, the choreographer, was just like, like, Dion. And I'm like, yeah, Dennis. Um, can you do a, I was like, okay, I'll do it. I'll like, a couple of things in there. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, choreographically, it balanced it out because uh, there was another guy who was so much more younger than I was. But look, I'm in my 40s and I'm doing back flips with that 20 year old, you know what I'm saying? Right. And he down there doing his and I'm doing mine, you know, like, <laughs> so it's good Keeping to feel like. And now. You've done that, but you're doing a lot of kids theater and a lot of directing now, yeah? Oh, I am. And I've been doing it for quite a while too, Todd. Like, I mean, I always believe yeah, that. Yeah, I saw like, you I, and you did your stuff and I saw you a couple, like seven years ago, six years ago in Chicago when you were doing the musical yeah. Chicago, which you yeah. were not because, you know, you and I yeah. love Fosse. But I love, and then love. you kind of transitioned, you kind of really put a good focus and giving the gifts back and passing the gifts, gifts onto the kids and directing a yeah. lot. Yeah. You know, and you know, um, and how's that for you? Does that make you, so you had directed a lot and then went back yeah. and did this Kennedy center. How does that affect you now when you're on stage as a performer after being directing so much? Well, because I see everything from, from a director's perspective. Now I, I really understand like what goes on on the other side of the table now. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so when uh, you, you honest, you learn a lot about casting, you learn a lot about like how certain, I mean, certain directors work differently and you like, you can literally like see everything that you've seen from there, from being in that place, you know, like, and a lot of times they don't have things figured out. So it helps. So when you come back into being in the cast, it helps you to help, to put yourself in a place to be able to help them. Cause you understand like, like what what they're going through you know mm -hmm. choreographers directors whoever you know and do they you may feel get like i mean you were always easy to direct but do you yeah. you're more open to notes and being directed more absolutely 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 because you like because because you understand they're going through a process you know so it's like it's it's like you you, you just like kind of like take your mentality and go like this. Oh, okay, I see what you're doing. So, you know, and I think that that's just, that just comes from experience. And it's like, every time I go back and I work with um, uh, directing um, uh, junior productions or whatever, I've, I've actually directed and choreographed some, a couple of regional professional equity theater productions um, in Michigan. But every time I go back, it's like, I, I, start going wow that's what this director was um i see how he or she felt i see now like you, you know what i mean aha and it just moments you... of what oh if i would have took that I... note more totally. you're like ah totally. i do that too and it's totally. funny because if i go back up to college totally. and see my college professors that you know i i took lessons from and then you hear yourself repeating what those college professors and you never knew that was really still inside your soul but it was there in your mm -hmm you know, your little filing cabinet up in your head. And yeah. like, you have to give back. And it's like, if I see yeah. my old professors at college and and I'm like, I wish, yeah. I wish I, I got some of that knowledge up here. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. I thought you were crazy, but you're not. Yeah. And now <laughs> I have that aha moment of when I go back and I'm like, thank you. Thank I wish you. I would have paid attention maybe a little bit more to- yeah absorb your greatness yeah, yeah yeah you have to go back and appreciate what they taught you and sometimes you yeah. find that it comes out yeah and and this is it's just amazing that like you can learn so much about being a director and choreographer just from doing like children like like doing these these children junior productions you mm -hmm. know because literally like casting 
it's literally casting a show. It's literally the exact same process as um, doing any uh, uh, professional I'm getting production. ready to do my first middle school musical in January. And listen, and that's a, that's a gift. That's an art. Like you, like dealing with kids. Like I mean, that's a you, whole you and I teach kids, but this is yeah. kind of my first choreography directorial debut on like uh -huh. whole new level on a show. So yeah. it's, yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I'm excited. It's, it's Willy Wonka and uh -huh. it's chocolate factory. And so, I mean, mm -hmm. it's not as deep. We're not having to go really deep there, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's a different experience. Like I'm, I'm dabbling, you know, done competition dance for a long time and I'm 51 and yeah. I'm shifting. I'm like, oh, 51 is like, good look. yeah, it's <laughs> like, I'm, you're 51. And I'm like, I, I, I feel a shift. I feel that pivotal shift of like that musical theater world is where I really belong. So I've you know, asked to understudy some other dance people that do a lot of different thing up here and yeah. kind of, you know, a shift that I always wanted to do, but there was a fear to take it. And now I'm like, cause it was like a, a different money situation and yeah. teach competition dance and you do this and I have my Pilates studio. And now you're, I'm like, you know what? Mm. It doesn't matter about where that dollar is placed. It's about where my heart is placed and working and doing this is like, it just kind of fills my cup. Yeah, me too. Me too. I personally feel like I've gone through, um, I've been going through the motions of, of, of that battle of like the financial part. Am I doing this for the money versus the passion? You understand? Because mm -hmm. like, because the financial, because your, your, the, your financial situation can get so much in the way of your passion because you, you're just worried about paying bills, paying bills, paying bills. And so you take every job you can just for the money because you, you need to like survive, mm -hmm. you know? And so I, I found myself for a while, like, and I literally, I'm just now getting back to a place where I, I feel like everything happens for a reason. I'm getting now back to a place where I'm starting to find a passion again for what I love to do. And, um, and of course it's a, it's about the money, but, but, I'm so grateful that now, like going to see shows and, and finding that like thing that I love and like, you know, and, and like doing guys and dolls was a great experience for me. Like saying, like saying to myself, oh, this is why I love doing it, you know? And it's tough because sometimes like you, you go through things and you go, oh, uh, this is what, this is the part of business that I hate. But like the part of me saying why I love it is overtaking more. But I really struggled with that for a while, man. I really did. And I was just working a lot just because of the money, you know, and, um, and, you know, doing these children theater, but with the kids productions, like I found, like, I love working with kids too, you know? So you gotta keep like looking, I had to keep looking at every experience and say, you know what, but I do love this and I'm really good at that. And I just had to like, keep reminding myself, like, that's where why I was where I was at that time, you know, because I'm good with kids. I love kids. I'm actually good at direct. I'm good at doing choreography. Like I can, I can choreograph something right on the spot. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of times when you're working with these companies that have children uh, uh, programs like that, it is time and money too. So, you know, to work with someone who can just like put together and like throw it together like that, you know, and deal with kids at the same time, is a gift too. Like, cause not everybody can do that. Not everyone can do that. Not everyone can do that. Uh, yeah. So what's your, what is your final words? And I always ask this and you kind of answer my question. I know I always ask, you know, did you have your down moments and you've kind of discussed that and support yeah. system. And I know your mom has always been a support system. So I know that's kind of our basic answers. And you already said you had your tough times. You've already said that. Mm -hmm. um, but mm -hmm. through all this, what yeah. would be, I always end it like, what's your, final words of like wisdom that you can give someone whether wherever they're at in their pathway wherever you're at in that pathway what advice can you give them just remember who you are remember who you are and 
don't forget the the gift that you hold. Um, sometimes we lose ourselves. I don't know whatever you know. I don't know what everyone goes through. Whatever it is that you're going through, um, you you can you can you can gear off on the wrong path sometimes. But just try to stay focused and. Just, uh, just remember that, like, you know, just see the light at the end of the, of the tunnel and just re really stay true to your passion and remember why you do what you do, because I really do believe that's going to carry you and help you. And then and find that you, you'll eventually find that in the end. So that's my advice. Stay uh, true to your I like that. And that's going to kind of segue into yeah. what I always say at the end that I wrote. Remember, pathways are like the path when you sun touches the water. You don't know where it leads or ends, but you never know until you walk that path. Oh, wow. And that is the truth. That is the absolute truth. Absolutely. And I, I feel, you know, by doing this and making a different choice, what I'm doing, which is different, which was a hard choice, you know, kind mm -hmm. of making a shift. That's a different pathway for me. And that's Absolutely. me being vulnerable and myself and opening up and you know, getting over a fear that I've had for years and that people have always said, do this theater, go do theater, go do theater. I'm like, no, I have to teach dance at night. No, I have to teach Pilates at night. No, I have to do this. And I'm like, you know what? No, I don't. Because I'll figure wow. out how to make the money in the morning. And if it's community or if, even if it's paid, do yeah. something at night because that it fills my cup. And the theater fulfills my cup. And so I kind of want to... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's a different. It was scary there for a minute. It took. It, I was in my head for about too. about about eight to ten weeks. I was in my head. Like, yeah, me too. Me too. But you know what? It's like when you find those moments, even if it takes like like last night, me going to see the color purple. Go see a Broadway show. Go see go see all the things that like. And then when you have those experiences, like last night watching that movie, you go, ah. Oh! This is why I do what I do. It's because mm -hmm. of this feeling, because that's what I love. And I want to do that again. Like, you know, and that feature. So it's, that's what's worse. And I can do all. Yeah, you can do all of them. Uh, it's yeah. been a joy to see you again. Um, oh, man. Same here, Todd. Always, always. We were we were a duo, you and I. We were a, we were a force to be reckoned with, man. We were, <laughs> we were a duo. Yeah. We were, I mean. We were like, <laughs> you know, like glue, you know, because it yeah. we were tour babies. I mean, I was 25, yeah. but that was my first tour as well. And so, uh -huh. I mean, the fact that we were featured at that young of age, I mean, yeah. kind of like relied on each other. I mean, we were, really we, we kind of did because people, that, that was a different experience for us because we were, we were with people that had most of them I'd all toured or had a little bit bigger resumes than we did. Absolutely. 100%. And I'm so grateful that God put me in that place with you. And, and, and here we are today, man. I'm here so we are. Uh, I just adore you. I'm, thank you so much. I adore you Love too, you man. to bits, Bob. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. And you stay on here. I'm going to kind of end the show. And um, right. like I always do. So thanks for joining pathways and we'll be back next week or I will probably be in my kitchen still because I didn't book the podcast room for this last, last, last couple. But um, I realized it looked like I'm wearing the same shirt that I did yesterday, but I actually have a lot of red. Uh. So I just noticed that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of like costume changes right now. But thank you for joining and like, share and subscribe. It's like I'm filming like a, you know, a daytime talk show. I'm just doing them all in one week and then, you know, changing my costume, <laughs> right? Um, but thank you very much, Dion. Stay on and thank you audience for listening and stay tuned till next week.